BeastNet podcast, sponsored in part by James Safety Services, OCR Buddy, and supported by the fitness community. Here we discuss all things fitness-related, running, rucking, mental health and preparedness, and of course, obstacle course racing. Welcome to the BeastNet. Hey, this is BeastNet, this is Pretty Mike, and I got with me Elliot today, and Elliot is going to interview me. So, we all know Elliot. She's been on the show before. We, we love Elliot. She's a... She's a lunatic, but she's a fun lunatic. So she's Virginia's daughter. So, so Elliot, go for it. It's all up to you now. Mm-hmm. So what's Don't the first question you're going to ask? You're supposed to talk, Elliot. That's the whole point of this. Goofball. You're asking me about insane things. And yes, you can use that word. Yeah. So look at him when you're asking. What's the most insane thing you've ever done? The most insane yeah. thing? <laughs> Killing me, Elliot. You're supposed to talk. This is radio, kiddo. Um, most insane thing I've ever done um, would, would have probably been the, the Spartan race when I did the, the Spartan in Hawaii with broken foot. So um, mainly just because it was something that I, that I shouldn't have been, I shouldn't have done it. Um, my doctor said I could, I did it anyway, but it was, it was very, it was a very tough thing. And it, it, the hardest thing for me was when I DNF because I couldn't move. I couldn't move fast enough and they DNF me. And uh, that, that, that was probably one of the hardest things that's ever happened. So but I did it. So I went for it. Um, what are you planning to do in the future? As far as like life or racing or what are we talking about? Racing. Racing. racing? Post- any special stuff? Any post COVID? Yes. Post COVID? Oh, yeah. Um, well, until COVID ends, I'm going to do a lot of virtual stuff. Um, I've got a few virtual ones that I'm looking at right now. Um, of course, the Spartan ones, I've done those. I'll probably do those again. Uh, Battle Miles. Um, battle miles is my favorite thing right now. I love that because of the, the challenges. Um, I'm working myself way up to the death race, which is, is brutal. Um, but battle miles, I'm doing a lot of those, but once COVID ends, um, I'm hoping, uh, my first Spartan should be, should be, uh, uh, Vegas next year. I should be doing Vegas. And, um, I'm actually really, really thinking about going to test myself and to test everything that I've been doing over the last few months to go for a competitive to run competitive. So that way I have to do all the obstacles and everything else. My, my goal is a clean Spartan. So, yeah. Um, do you like to run alone or in open heats? Um, when it comes to the, the OCR races, I like the open heats because I'm more one of those being on the podium. Isn't for me. I I'm not, I don't worry about being on the podium. I don't care about being on the podium. I mean, if I made it great, but it's not something I'm striving for. Mine is more, if I can help one person finish the race, then I've been, I've done my job. And I mean, it's been, there's been a couple of races. I did Vegas two years ago. Um, we had a, a, a game plan. We had a time that we were going to beat. We're like, we're going to finish before this time. And we came close to that. And we ran into a lady that was having major issues with the race and me and uh, Serena and Justin all looked at each other and said, forget the time. We don't care. We, we need to make sure this, this person finishes this race. Um, and that became more important to us. So um, for me, it's the open. I like the open cause I like to help. I do want to go for by myself just to, to test myself because I've been pushing myself so hard the last six months, um, you know, dropped 70 pounds and, you know, running faster. Um, today I actually PR'd and, uh, a 5k and did a 5k in 33 minutes, which I know a lot of people are like, that's not, that's not that fast. But for me, that is, that's really fast. I haven't been that fast in 10 years. So, yeah. So do you like running competitive or open? 
open. You've not been allowed to run competitive yet either. <laughs> She'll get there. She'll get there. But yeah, I think what I'll end up doing if when I do do it, I'll run the. I'll probably if I do run competitive, I'll run competitive and then I will come back into a second lap. Uh, I'll go for two laps, um, run the competitive, get done, and then come back and help people on the the next one. So, and that's why I like a lot of the smaller races, um, the local races that you know I really want to start doing a lot more. And like this was supposed to be the year of uh, race local, but everything got shut down. So next year, I definitely want to do more of the locals because. I can have that opportunity more to go run it real quick. And they don't really care if you turn around and run a second time to go help your friends. So what was your proudest moment in any of it? Proudest moment. I mean, honestly, was probably it's a toss up between the founders race in 2015, doing my first Spartan and going for a beast because, well, I don't do research um, and doing a beast for the first one I ever did. Or it would probably be last year um, finishing uh, the trifecta in Hawaii. Um, I do want to go back because I want to, I don't just want to finish it. I want to crush it. Um, and last mm-hmm. year I fin- I just finished it. If it wouldn't have been for Nick, Nick was my savior there. Cause Nick really, I was done. And Nick's like, Nope, come on, we're going to do this. Um, and the last, the, the sprint, I barely remember any of it. I was checked out. I was, my brain was gone. Um, but I finished it. So I, but I want to go back I wanted to go back this year. It was supposed to be this year. I was going to go back and crush it, but I guess that'll be next year. Okay. Um, let's see. What was one of your hardest obstacles to overcome? As for races, mm-hmm. for races. Um, I mean, the hardest one for me has been my foot, my foot injury. Once I broke my foot, I'm trying to get past that. Um, mentally, um, I, I mentally, psyched myself out for three years that I couldn't do any of this, that I couldn't run. I couldn't do anything because of my foot injury. And then once all of a sudden I decided in February that no, I'm going to do this anyway. Um, the foot injury or not. Um, I pushed and realized the foot injury wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Once I got past it and pushed past the pain and everything started, the the scar tissue started breaking up. I, I can move great now. Like I said, I did a 33 minute, you know, 5k this morning. So um, that was probably my biggest obstacle you know, towards racing, when it comes to actual obstacles and racing, my, my biggest obstacle is probably the rope climb. I, I just, I, I did it in the very first Montana. I climbed it totally fine, no problem, and have never been able to do it since. So that is probably my, my biggest one and one of the things I'm going to push for. And the new house, we're already having plans on how we're going to put a new uh, a rope that I can practice on climbing. So, um, What has been your scariest moment in OCR? Scariest moment? <sighs> Um, honestly, probably Montana when I tore my bicep and my, 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 uh, I, I tore my pack and my bicep, uh, pulling myself up and over a wall because, well, I was huge. Um, <laughs> and my body wasn't made to, to pull that much weight and, uh, pulling myself up and over. That was probably the scariest moment. I pushed myself to continue and, uh, finish the race, but, um, it was, a, I, I did some, some major damage on that day. So, but yeah. Um, can you talk about your first OCR race? My first one? Uh, well, my first OCR race was actually, um, and I don't know if I mentioned this before, it was actually in like 2011 or 12. I did the, uh, the Gladiator Rock and Run. Um, I did that one. Uh, the, it was only here a couple years. Um, it was a blast. I did it with a group of friends. Uh, it was when I was still running, uh, before my knee injury, um, in 2012. So, um, yeah, yeah, that was probably my first one. It was really cool. They started off with a monster truck in the front, and they would every heat started with a monster truck like 
flying down the track because it was actually at a racetrack. Um, and then you run after the monster truck. So then you got to start with the, the, the diesel fumes right away too, which didn't really help, but, um, but it was kind of cool. Cause you got to run after them. Then you went up and down the, they, they used the, the, tr- the racetrack to their advantage. So they used the stands. We went and ran up in the, the end of the stands. We went through, it did a lot like, uh, like Tough Mudder where they had the big pool full of cold water that you had to jump into. I mean, it was a pretty cool setup. Um, it was a lot of fun. I had a blast, but then, uh, and I ended up hurting my knee and not doing any for a couple of years. And, you know, then I did a few, a few after that, I did Mud Factor, which was not a whole lot, you know, and a few others, Hell Race, which is gone now. Um, a few of those. And then I found Spartan and then found, you know, my, my Spartan family. And, you know, it's not really just Spartan, but my OCR family. So, yeah. Um, what first sparked your interest into doing this stuff? Um, it was really when I did the Gladiator. It was just a bunch of friends said, hey, let's go do this. And I was like, this is fun. It was a blast. But like I said, I hurt my knee not too long afterwards. And I had to take a couple year break. Um, but it was just, it was the, I loved running. But doing half marathons and marathons and all that stuff, they're boring. Um, it sounds bad to say that, but, you know, a lot of times I was running alone and I was doing the races by myself. So, you know, my best half marathon at that point was three hours. Um, so it's three hours listening to my radio and just running, which sometimes isn't too bad, but other times you can really get into your head. So it was just, you know, having the, the obstacle course races, they broke up the monotony of the running. So they were a blast. I mean, and that was kind of what got me into it. And then... Once I did Montana um, and met some new people and met other people that shared my interest and, you know, met my, my OCR family, you know, which your mom's, you know, a big part of that OCR family. So are you, you little weirdo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, what did it feel like to do your 30 miles? The 30 miles? That was, uh, <laughs> it, it, it felt, it felt great um, to finish it. Um I tore my feet up pretty bad, uh, but it was, it felt good to do it. Um, it was a lot of work, um, really tiring. Um, but I mean, it felt great to finish it cause I'd never done that much, that many miles. So it, it was a blast. Um, I, I'm definitely going to do it again. Um, I'm going to shoot for 50 again. I know, you know, you, you asked about the 30, but, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to shoot for 50 cause I, I went for the 50 and only got the 42.6 for my hip decided it didn't want to play, play, play anymore. So, but it is something that felt really good. Um, the 42 made me feel good because I did that full 42 without any of the foot injuries um, and the blisters and everything else that I have gotten in previous races. The 31 miles, I had huge blisters by the time I finished. Um, the 42, I think a lot of that was the, I know everyone laughs at the name, the squirrel's nut butter. Um, you know, happy toes was the, the best stuff. I mean, I just basically every 10 miles or so we would come in, I would switch socks, put on some more happy toes for the squirrel nut butter and then go back out. And I think that was a huge, huge difference to where I had no, I took a two day break after that for my hip and then I was running again without any issue. So. No, but Mike, I mean, honestly, you looked really good up until like mile 38. Yeah. I mean, well, really, I mean, like it was huge different. It was a huge yeah. different for you. And it was, and it was one of those things you can actually even look at my, uh, the splits on, on, uh, Strava, they show it all of a sudden up to mile 38, we were picking up speed. We were actually going faster. Um, and we're actually, yeah, we were going faster. We were getting better. And then all of a sudden it was just, my hip was like, Nope, you're done. 
And I went from, I think, 18 minute miles to 24 and a half minute miles, you know, for the the next three trying to get back to the house. And it was just, it was brutal. Um, it was one of those things. My body said no. And I'm like, okay, I got to listen. So I definitely want to do the 50 again. But I mean, it was just, it was one of those things that, you know, my body said no, and I had to listen. So you're going to yeah. do it with this, right? <laughs> Elliot's doing it with us. She's yeah, gonna we'll get, get she'll be out there with her skateboard. No, 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 no. You don't do our crazy things? No. I'm thankful I didn't get that from you. <laughs> Yet. Yeah. Ben, ben has a, a longboard that you could probably borrow. Yeah, that's probably you can just you follow us on the longboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So have you ever worked in the special needs community? Because I have done this thing called Miracle Lead with my brother. Mm-hmm. And I would help Tristan, and I helped this girl named Julia, and then we came really close. And it's like I ran a race for her, and I gave her the medals. I remember that. That was amazing. So have you ever done that? No, I haven't. But it's something that me and uh, me and Don, who you know, you know Don from the the podcast, we've actually been working with or trying to work with with uh, you know everything going on with more hearts and scars. It's made things a little interesting, or not with more with COVID. We've been working with More Heart Than Scars, um, who is a, a a group that works with uh, special needs, uh, adaptive athletes and stuff like that, um, special needs athletes, blind athletes, all those kind of things, people who wouldn't be able to normally do a, a Spartan or an OCR without help. They work with them to get them through the races. So that's something that we're talking to More, than hearts, more heart Than Scars to be able to, to work with them because they're on the East Coast, to work with them on the West Coast so that we can start doing that and helping them and helping adaptive and special needs and all athletes to make sure that everybody can experience the, these kind of races. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> that's called your brother and dog. Um. So going off of that, you have talked about doing your first light this year, your first go light this year. You're trying to drag him into your bad ideas now. No, you have. No, I we're have. talking oh, about yeah. you, Elliot. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned really? doing a go light. I might. I'm almost done one. Sure, I probably won't. Okay. We're, we're going to drag you into it. So if so, if we get Mike and Don to do one, that means you have to do it, right? Yep. No, no, yes. that's not how it works. Yes, it is. Yes. Elliot no, has to go with us. Yeah, that's how we're gonna make it work. Elliot's going with us. You can be a team weight. Yes, I'm, you can be. We can carry you. Yeah, I'm a team weight now. Um, is there any other questions you want to ask about like the 30 plus milers we did or the Spartan ultras? Because you know he's gonna do an ultra next year, right? Yep. He's gonna go into my crazy world. A little bit more. I'm gonna do. I want to do Dallas. We're gonna. I think me and Donna are playing on Dallas next October or November, whenever it is, and we're gonna we're gonna do our ultra and get it done. So we did a virtual when we did the 31 miles. We we did the workout afterwards, made it a virtual ultra. But yeah. So we've been talking about that stuff. Um, so you remember your run for me thing that's kind of stopped for a while. Yeah, yeah. We're probably gonna continue it. You're gonna start working on that. Maybe you guys can work with Mike and Don. Mm-hmm. This is going to be something that you can start picking back up again, because yeah. you and Tristan kind of bonded at Spartan, because yeah. you're about the only one that who could get her through some of those obstacles. <laughs> She'd listen to you; she won't listen to parents. No, that's okay. It's that's a normal, work. normal kid. 
it how it works. Uh, so what do you think about having a uh, family that does this? It's insane and stupid. <laughs> so you're in then. Mm-hmm. So you think, is it good to have family that's involved in this stuff? Well, yeah, if you're running it alone with no family with it, then that would be boring and not fun and nothing. Yeah, that's why you make family that runs with you. Mm-hmm. That's why I have my OCR family, you know, you and your mom and Lisa and Don and all the BeastNet people. So one of the things we were talking about is like some of the traveling we do sometimes to these races. You're mm-hmm. asking me about um, crazy travel experiences. Mm-hmm. What's the craziest travel experience I've had? And you were going to ask Mike that too. Well, what is the craziest one you've had, Virginia? Since you're right there. Oh, shit. Can you? Craziest travel experience Can is probably I? doing anything with Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's it? actually, yes. Any multi-hour car. Brandon, I love you. Any oh, yeah, I love Brandon, but I so Brandon. agree. Um, but it's, it's burpees before you eat. It's burpees mm-hmm. at rest stops. It's random music in the car. Yeah. Um, Montana a couple of years ago where he was like ranting on the, oh, what was it? Some like, thank you, Seattle Bellevue for renting me this car. And like this whole spiel we have on video that Jody and I were in the back seat just trying not to die. Um, that sounds like Brandon. <laughs> because like you can relate to that because of all the travel experiences you have going to meets and the yeah. insanity that happens with that. Oh, yeah, I'm Do sure I have to remind you about Portland twice? Because, so basically what happened with us is I was going to Portland this first time meet, and basically we got a call from the train station saying, your train has been canceled, and tomorrow was our meet. So then everybody started flipping out, and that, that was fun. And then for the second year, this year, it happened again. Oh, yeah. Yes, that was that was a that was a heart attack twice, and that was really fun. That's nuts. Yes, yeah, you have to say mine would have to be Brandon too. It was uh, in Hawaii actually. <laughs> You're just calling him out now. We are. That's Brandon. It's Brandon, but it was in Hawaii, um, and we were we wanted to go to. There was some shave ice place that we had to go check out or something like that and he's like it's just down the street let's walk and we're all like okay it ended up being i i think it ended up being in the middle of the like day in hawaii in this beating down sun it was like a six or seven mile walk and i'm like our car was literally a block away at the at our, our condo so yeah it was just yeah it's but that's Brandon. I mean, he's just, you know, yeah, so let's just walk to it. And we're all like, okay. And then it's like, you know, a while later, we're like, where the hell are we going? <laughs> yeah. So. Who inspired you to do this type of stuff? Um, It, it was a few people. Like I said, I had the, the friends that had me go, uh, you know, with them to do the Gladiator. And then I had a, another group of friends that was doing the smaller races. Um, and then it was uh, a friend of mine. Um, convinced me to go with her to, to Spartan uh, in Washougal to volunteer because I couldn't run because I had uh, 15 stitches in my hand. So I couldn't run, but I volunteered and got a free race. And that's how I ended up going to Montana. So, and really my inspiration just came from the, the people that I met. I mean, it is watching people that 
normally other people would have looked at them and said, you can't do this like me because I was a bigger guy, you know, but that are out there doing it anyway. So my, my inspiration honestly comes from my family. It's, you know, it's your mom watching the crazy stuff she does. I mean, you know, out there doing the, the race with a busted ankle and, you know, on crutches. Um, then you got, you know, Lisa Ann out there all the time kicking butt. Um, yeah, it's just everyone. It's all the people that, you know, I've done all these races with so many times that I know have other issues, you know, Serena with her messed up knee, but she's still out there, you know, all of us, you know, just that just we go out there anyway, even though people will look at us saying you shouldn't be here. And we're like, yeah, we should. And we're going to be here anyway. So, yeah. And you know all about that because people look at you all the time and think that you can't do certain things because you're crazy. Kind of small. You're kind of small. You're about to be taller than me, though. Yeah, I'm about to be taller than you, so you can't say I'm small. That's not that's not saying a whole lot. That you're going to be taller <laughs> than Virginia. I mean, uh, it all works out. Um, so I have I have a question. Are you going to watch Team Assessment in like forty something days if Dad lets you? I you, don't know. You don't know if you if you want to watch Team Assessment. I don't, I don't know if I want to watch that. You don't know if you want to watch what happens. I, I don't I don't know maybe 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 I'll I'll maybe I'll just watch your crazy stupid ideas maybe maybe I won't N- you never know could be watching you could not so see crazy stupid ideas there's a pattern here yes right crazy stupid ideas she's my motto now hey Mike did the right thing they prepared for the thirty they yeah prepared. you didn't but that's okay it <laughs> was killed yourself she finished it though. Yeah, because he talked me through it. I did. She called me. She called me in the middle. We were talking. So, yeah. You remember, Dad showed you the videos. Yep. Because that's that. That's what family does. Mm-hmm. We help each other when we need it. Yeah. So, well, we were talking about this the other day. So you talked about who inspires you. Um, and you talked about your connection and their connection with the special needs community. So, what do you think we can do to maybe strengthen that? Is there anything that you guys want? Because you were talking about, about asking questions like, how can we strengthen our what we're doing? Like doing more virtual races for people, stuff like that. Maybe getting Tristan a little bit more involved, mm-hmm. bringing her out some more and getting your friend Julia to come mm-hmm. out. Which would She'd be cool. Like I know me, me and Don have talked about um, virtual races through BeastNet uh, called BeastNet Cares that we would use the uh, – the proceeds to give to different organizations, you know, each one would be a different organization that we would try and pick out a good nonprofit that helps special needs that helps stuff like that. So, um, yeah. So that's something that we've talked about doing because we want to start helping more on that stuff. Cause I mean, for me, a lot of stuff I look at too, not just special needs is uh, mental health because I do a lot of mm-hmm. stuff for work where I do uh, talks for construction and suicide prevention and stuff like that. So mental health is another avenue that I really, besides special needs that I push, but those two a lot of times go hand in hand because a lot of times when people have special needs, they start having issues with mental health because of how they're treated. So, mm-hmm. I mean, those are kind of two things that go hand in hand because you have to, you know, you have to treat people with special needs as a person because that's what they are. And a lot of people don't. So, and then they have mental health issues because of the way they're treated by society. So, so they do, they do go hand in hand. Well, and along with the mental health thing, what about the bullying that happened last year? Which one? Between you and your brother. That kind of, that kind of goes Which along one? being harassed at school when you got harassed at school. Yeah. That kind of goes along with it, right? It because does. that's the same thing. Because of the girls. Right. 
So Alvin got harassed at school, and then so did you this past year mm -hmm. for different things. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, that's one thing that you've talked a lot about is stamping that kind of stuff out because it doesn't. It's there's no place for it, right? There is no place for bullying. I agree. We're all special in our own way. Um, and a lot of times you find that most people want you, you really look at the bullies, the bullies basically they're bullying because they feel insecure about their own, their, their selves, but they're taking it out on you. And no, there's no place for bullying. We're all special, especially you, Elliot. <laughs> Elliot's like, yeah, especially you too. Yeah. I just, I just have a different perspective on life right now. That's all I can say. So what are you most excited to do when COVID ends? What race do you want to do? Another trifecta. Yeah. Another trifecta? Because your trifecta. trifecta got canceled. Like a kid's trifecta, or are you ready to do the adult trifecta with us? Kids. Can you lie about your age? Yeah. Yes. Give me a lie about your age and get you on the sprint course. How old are you? You're 14, right? <laughs> yeah, you could pass for a small 14-year-old. <laughs> I'm a small 14-year-old. That's yeah. that's what I am. Yeah. I can get we believe you. You can as far as a 14 year old i can't get away with being 14 i can be a good uh, barely getting away with being 12. i can totally make you look like you can be um, <laughs> no this nigga can happen no you could you could do a sprint you could do a girl like no. maybe no no maybe then maybe there's the maybe there's not a maybe <laughs> not not that that's not going to happen remember we're talking about group racing no nope no. Yeah. That is not happening. Uh-uh. Oh, it's all happening. Maybe when I'm the proper age. <laughs> it's all happening. It's in time. It will happen for sure. We'll get you out there. Oh, yeah. Cool. All anything right. Else you before we yeah, go? Anything else you want to ask? Nope. Nope. Are you excited to get back into, well, the herd of buffalo upstairs? Yeah. Um. <laughs> So you're going to come out and do one of our um, rucks or something here soon, right? Maybe. One of the smaller ones. Maybe. And we'll get well, Tristan to come out there over Maybe. Yep. You'll definitely have to come over once we get the new the new house set up and the obstacles. You'll have to come over and play on them. Yeah. Because so, you, you can teach Mike how to rope climb. Yes. <laughs> Since you're doing that in gymnastics a lot right now. Oh, yeah. No. no. <laughs> I, anything else you want to ask Mike or me? You, No. Not you. Yeah, because normally there's the you're insane, you're insane, you're insane. Because you are. And yeah. You can't lie about that. That that's right. no that's no point. My, Mike is entering my world. It's kind of fun. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Mike's gonna die soon. Hey, shush. <laughs> All right. All right. So was this fun? This was All a blast. Right. We'll definitely have to do this more often. Well, we'll have to get Don and some of the other guys in here and make you do, make you interview all of us. Yeah, yeah you, you need to ask Don. Yes. You need to talk to Lisa Ann, too. Yes. Yeah. You'll you'll remember when you see her. Yep, you will. Okay. Lisa's amazing. I'll tell you. All, all right. right. All right. Thank Say you. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Bye. See you later. Bye. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. 
give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. Yeah.